following program is intended for mature audiences only. If you are under 21 or easily offended, get the fuck out of here. Over 120,000 downloads. Jesus Christ! Listeners from around the world. And now if it was like 15 inches, we'd be like, bring it on. (laughs) Captivating interviews. All around badass goddess, Miss Ginger Lynn Allen. Best introduction I've ever had. <laughs> and explicit content. Oh, that's in the. This is Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD and I am here with my fucking gorgeous wife. Carmen. <laughs> That's what I get tonight, huh? I kept it simple because you are so goddamn hot. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh, thank you. Uh-huh, I. And maybe it's because I saw you naked right before the show. That could be. <laughs> Which is even better. I showered. I mean, you're barely wearing a dress right now, but naked's better. <laughs> How are you, my love? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, running hectic today. I, we've been running hectic for a while. Three months. <laughs> <laughs> at least maybe more yeah. but it's been a damn good time so it yeah been. no it's just been a busy week and trying to come off of a camping trip over the weekend and getting back into real life it it sucks <laughs> i have yet to win the lottery so still got to go to the day job damn it and people won't send me money for the podcast so <laughs> can't retire on that yet i'm but working the truth is we haven't asked for it that's true we haven't no <laughs> send us money please no. <laughs> uh, so we've got a topic tonight. We'll get to it in just a little bit, but we should probably do a little recap first. It's been a week since we talked to the good folks and we had an awesome weekend. We did. So I don't know if I've ever told the story on the show before about my education growing up. <laughs> I will call it that. I don't think you have. So as a young lad, I believe it started when I was about five years old. Um, my father got heavily into reenactments and camping reenactments. And he started uh, with the Native Americans. And so I spent a lot of my childhood camping in a teepee and doing everything primitive. Like a real teepee. Yes, a real teepee. We had no running water, no electricity. Uh, We weren't allowed to use anything electronic. It was... You get bored, go play with this hatchet and throw it at that log. (laughs) Here's a stick. I learned how to throw a a tomahawk. I learned how to throw knives. I learned how to shoot a bow. It was kind of cool in its own way. But as a kid, you want electronic shit too. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad. And possibly cold beverages in a can. We couldn't drink out of a can. Everything I drank was in a tin cup as a kid. Did you have cans in your in your teepee you just couldn't walk outside with so it? the way we did it was we had coolers because we had to you know we're not going out and hunting our own food every day <laughs> we did bring food with us but my dad had actually taken an old wooden chest that he built um and it looked like a almost like a pirate chest, but but it was like a trader's chest that they would have carried on a covered wagon mm-hmm. and he lined it with styrofoam he made his own cooler and oh. it looked like an old chest that would have been carried on a on a wagon. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, and then we also had a little Coleman cooler that we always kept under. It was wrapped in blankets, wool blankets from the, the, the trading companies 
so you never knew what was under there. Ah. So we did have coolers, and we did have you know some modern stuff that way, but it was never seen. And boy, if you left that cooler uncovered, you got your ass chewed. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was three years old, prior to this whole thing, my dad discovered this place um, that's kind of near us. I don't know. It's about an hour away, a little under an hour. Yeah. And it's a camp spot, and it is absolutely gorgeous. It, it's cut off from the rest of the world by miles. There is nothing around for miles. You drive down an old stagecoach trail to get in this place. Down the side of a cliff. Down the side of a pretty steep hill. <laughs> it's not a cliff, but um, no running water, no electricity. There is a, there's an outhouse. I wouldn't go in it. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, but it's rock bluffs on one side of the river. On the other side, you can camp, and there's this giant hill. on the. It's just this pristine valley, and on each end of the valley, it's cut off by the river. You can't access it from road either way. Uh, it's just this nice little slice of heaven right here in our neck of the woods. So I started going there when I was three years old. I spent a whole lot of time camping there uh, in the reenactments. And then as I got a, to be a teenager, we started going up with, with more and more friends um, and, and continued to camp that way up until we got married. Um, probably, I don't know, five, six years into our marriage, everybody was still going. Oh, it was even longer than that. Our kids, you took the kids up. They were... Were they teenagers? They were teenagers, 16. I know the boy had his Jeep up there. Oh, yeah, he did drive up once. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, so we did probably 10 years into our marriage at least. I think that time I wasn't able to go because our dog was super old and she couldn't handle it anymore, so I stayed home with her. Um, So as what happens, though, as as we age, we look at things like that and go, I'll go stay at the Holiday Inn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'll go to a resort. Because it really is roughing it. it, but it's so worth it. I mean, now that I, I've been up there again and I look back on it, it's like, oh my God, why have we not been doing this the whole time? But right. a, a lot of that is we haven't been able to find people to go with us. It's not everybody's cup of tea. I'll be honest with you. It's not easy. It's, it's rough. It's rough up there. Um, you're If you want to shower, you better jump in the river. That's huh? your That's your only option. And we usually go for two or three days at a time. So... Uh, it's rough and we haven't really found i don't know in the last five six years or so we haven't found anybody that we wanted to take up there i guess right i don't want to say it like that but i don't think they would have a good time right um well we finally found somebody that wanted to go with us and was just crazy enough like us (laughs) that wanted to go and rough it for the weekend and loved it they had a great time um we went up we we hung out with them um actually we went up friday night we were going to stay friday and saturday but the forecast was calling for a 100% chance of rain on Saturday night on all day Sunday. Now, this place is not someplace you want to be in if it's wet. Because you do have to get a vehicle out of there somehow. And it's mud roads, some rock. <laughs> but And you're going up a, hill, a giant hill, as Carmen said. You, you This old stagecoach road that runs down the hill, you have to go back up it when it's muddy and slippery. And I've seen people slide off the side of that road before. Um, I've seen a wagon train take a detour down the side of the hill before. <laughs> that was scary as hell. But yes, so well, we did. and the river rises with immediate rainfall. Yeah, there's just hundreds of um, little gorges that feed this river, and any kind of rain it does bring the river up pretty quick. And with that much rain coming, yeah, we probably didn't want to be down there. It might have crested the bank. Right. Well, and who wants to pack up their shit? 
in the rain, bring it home, unpack up their shit, set it out to dry, <laughs> and then repack it back up. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. So, yeah, we decided to come home Saturday night. Actually, we, we left uh, Saturday midday, and we, the plan was to come back here. Um, everybody was going to go home. We were going to get showered. Uh, they had the, the dogs with them. They were going to drop the dogs off, and then we were going to come back here and, and have some dinner and, and some happy fun time. <laughs> so we all did that. Um, after the shower, it's kind of like, ah. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you just get that total relaxation feeling. Um, and then, um, yes, uh, one of the, the misses of the couple was not feeling very well. So we postponed happy fun time, Yeah, but we still had a great time. I mean, we had an awesome weekend with them and like him, we laughed so damn much sitting oh around that campfire gosh. and I started a fire. Carmen was the fire wench. She started the fire. I did. Way to go. Yay. You actually did a really good job. You had it going in minutes. So yeah. And say, I got it going back again Saturday morning for cowboy coffee. So a big thank you to them for hanging out with us this weekend. It was just a, a lot of fun. And yes, they are lifestyle friends and they're they're friends friends. So it worked out fantastic. You know, happy fun time. Who cares? We still had a blast with them all weekend long. Absolutely. So, um and after they left Saturday night. We had some happy fun time. We had some happy fun time. <laughs> I had to look at you after everything was done. I I asked you a question. Do you remember what it was? No. Because I kind of went inside of you, which I do most of the time. Oh, yeah. And I asked you when you were letting things come back out. I'm like, could you have filled a milk jug with that? (laughs) I just, I don't know what it was, but I was going and just kept going and going and going. (laughs) I thought your eyeballs were going to turn white. Probably were. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. I got something for this. I forgot. We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began to run it On down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico That's my new cum song. <laughs> that is your cum song. <laughs> All right. So, yes, we played Too around. Too bad you're not British. I know. <laughs> the British kept a-coming. <laughs> I could change it to Aya kept a-coming. Aya kept a-coming. There you go. So, yes, Carmen and I played uh, quite a while Saturday night. We had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, we played some more. We did. We so, didn't do a whole lot of nothing on Sunday. Mm-mm. No, we didn't. Um, we tossed around a few ideas, but nothing stuck. Nothing did. <laughs> We're like, you want to go get groceries? No. <laughs> you want to go? No. You want to cook dinner? No, let's just order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we played i worked out well, well I, I uh, yeah you worked out i unloaded the truck then uh-huh. we came in and shower you came in and sh- you showered i came in because it was raining so i came in and showered and then we played uh, i spent most of the morning and some of the afternoon naked i'm just like uh-huh. fuck it i'm not even putting clothes on today <laughs> that's how lazy we were we watched almost an entire season of cobra kai Oh, yeah. Watch the new Cobra Kai. And that was kind of our weekend. Because it was raining nonstop. It rained all the way into Monday. So really, unless you're going to go somewhere, there wasn't anything we could do. Yeah, we got very disappointed this week. And and it ties into Sunday a little bit because we're tossing around the idea of, I forget what what, um, Taylor Lautner called it in Grown Ups 2, our Good Times Fun Palace. 
yeah changing we're we're tossing around the idea of, of finding a new good times fun palace <laughs> <laughs> so we've been looking at a couple of houses and we found one we really kind of dig and it was built really well it's got six panel doors and everything and it, hardwood floors throughout and uh, whole house humidifier on the fern. It was really done right. They never finished the basement, and it's a full walkout basement. I'm like, oh boy, we could put a hell of a swinger room down here, right, <laughs> with a large deck up above. So underneath, we could have our hot tub. You know, we could do what we, we yeah, would have had this whole outdoor area where we could have fenced off. You know, done some privacy stuff, and whether it be shrubs or fencing, and we could have had a hell of a time. So I snuck over there on Sunday because we were concerned that it, it's been vacant for three years, which is crazy for this house. So I snuck over there on Sunday trying to figure out, all right, it's raining nonstop all day. I'm going to go look in the windows and see if I can see any water in that basement. I didn't see anything. It was tough to see through the windows. Yeah. So, um, But it ended up we did not. We went back over on Tuesday and toured the house again, and Carmen was lucky enough to stumble upon a termite nest. <laughs> so we were actually getting ready to write an offer, and you happened to walk around the side, and you're like, oh, my gosh, look at the foundation over here. Yeah. And then we were looking, and why they ever did this, they have exposed two by fours in the foundation embedded in the cement embedded of the in the cement so some builder out there you can probably tell me the answer to that why they did that but i have no clue so we were discussing it with the realtor and we're like well why would they do this and you know it's just gonna because they're in the ground they're just gonna, gonna rot, rot. And, and, and i'm like oh look there's a couple that are rotting here and i looked around the corner and i'm like oh my gosh look at these ants and i bent down and i went those aren't ants. <laughs> there was thousands of them. Thousands of termites in this in one the foundation. two by four. Yeah, eating through this foundation. So, yeah, we pulled our offer and got the hell out of there. <laughs> we didn't even write an offer. We just noped out right away because there were a couple cracks in the basement where you could see there was dampness and the exposed yeah. um, insulation for the basement you could see mold in it and i'm like no there was too many red flags yeah so we're still like if the right place came up i mean Mm -hmm. the bank already said go for it new new good times fun palace new good times fun palace (laughs) if we find the right place absolutely ah so that was kind of our weekend and week ladies and gentlemen that brings you up to speed um i have not discussed this with you yet but tonight's topic i was driving around Surprise topic for Carmen. As always. (laughs) I was driving around listening to last week's show, and we were talking about the pros and the cons of the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We left off one of the biggest ones ever. Which is? Confidence. Ah, yeah. Now, this goes both ways. There are pros and there are cons to it. So I'm like, the more I started thinking about it, we could do an entire segment on this one word. Confidence. Confidence. Because... It's it's in the lifestyle. You'll see people with it. You'll see people without it. You will gain confidence. Sometimes your confidence might be shaken a little bit. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of stuff that goes along with that one word. So let's first start ta- by talking about what is confidence. Sexy. It is. Ish. But please, please do not mistake confidence for 
arrogance. Cackiness. Cackiness. <laughs> you know, that is such, and it's not everybody, but for me, if somebody walks into a room, and, and this is even in normal life situations, and they have to grab the center of attention. They have to what's assert their being. You know, I am here, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> that just drives me nuts. That is immediate turn off for me. Go away. It, absolutely for me too. And we know some people like that. <laughs> we do. If you have to if you have to walk in and say, look at this, look at this, I'm done. I And it's not even uh, not even so much that yes, I know what you're saying, but also the just I'm going to take over every conversation. I'm going to be the center of attention. I'm going to make fun of everybody in the room and tell jokes. And eh, that person yeah. drives me nuts too. Absolutely. <laughs> so, And the cockiness, you know, everybody wants to be with me. Everybody wants this. No, no. not really. Yeah. So please don't, uh, don't mistake any of those things for confidence because that's not confidence. That is not. Now, let's talk a little bit about people with confidence in the lifestyle. As you said, sexy as hell. Oh, yeah. And it ranks so much higher than than other things on the list. Yeah. When I see a woman who is confident in her body, no matter what that body looks like, if she's confident and putting herself out there, sexy, mm-hmm. fucking hot. Yeah, I think over the years, in the beginning, I was like, oh, well, I shouldn't wear. What will people think? Will they like me? And now I think I've just gotten to the point where, fuck it. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. I'm going to look how I want to look. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, that's on you. But let's be honest, too. Everybody is different. Right. You, I, I know this because we've talked about it off the air a lot. You didn't really get your confidence until you felt good about yourself. Right. Absolutely. And not everybody needs that. You did, and which is I fine. Did. And yeah. you, you found it, obviously, because you look fucking awesome. Um, but there are some people that say, I don't care what I look like. I'm comfortable with me. Exactly. And that's cool as hell. That's that, awesome. Uh, I will 100% agree. But it's not going to work for everybody. Some people like you have to have to find that confidence, have to build towards it. I agree. You have to just feel good. And when you don't feel good, you don't have that. It's like you, you're not alive. Wow. That's, that's heavy, man. I know. But it's true. You're not, if you don't feel good and you don't feel good about yourself, there's a light in you that dims. And I've seen that with you. Oh, yeah. We have been uh, in the lifestyle. We've been to desire, as a matter of fact, when you did not feel great about yourself. Everybody else thought you looked fantastic, but whatever was inside of you did not like the way you looked. That was coming off COVID. It was, wasn't and it? And so I yeah. had, you know, I had worked my ass off and then the gym shut down and our healthy food shut down and I gained so much back and I was so miserable. Right. And I felt very self-conscious. And so I pulled back and I wasn't my normal outgoing person. 
that would just talk to anybody. Which trip was that? That was October. October 2020. RM? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we still met some cool people, though. We were, we, did. we were still able to, to make some connections, and uh, yeah, that's but when it, we met the newlyweds. <laughs> right, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a, we were going to connect on a sexual level. It right. was a friendship level. Right. Because I wasn't comfortable with myself. Right. And I felt the same way. I, you know, especially early on in this lifestyle, I wasn't happy with the way I looked. Um. <laughs> I guess I, I get a few cocktails in me and it didn't matter, but <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yes, you you do want to withdraw and you don't want to put yourself out there when you don't have that confidence. And that confidence comes from feeling good about yourself, no matter what that looks like. Yeah, I agree. Um, what about the confidence you receive from being in the lifestyle? Well, when you walk into a room, no matter what you're feeling, and you have person after person after person telling you you look beautiful, mm-hmm. or you're gorgeous, or you're hot, or whatever, it's a little bit of an ego boost. Of course. Everybody likes to hear that. And you don't hear it in normal life. No. Because, you know, in our day and age, that's probably sexual harassment. You'll be sent to HR. But, yes, at the lifestyle events, um, and this goes for the guys, too. Um, women are, are great at complimenting. You walk into someplace and everybody's, oh, my God, you look great. You know, awesome. And then, yeah. and then you take it a step further and, oh, this person wants to sleep with me. Yeah. <laughs> that's an ego boost. Well, we don't actually sleep. You can't say All right, this me. person wants to fuck me. All right, <laughs> that's a that's a huge ego boost. I'm like, wow. All right, maybe I do got something going on. <laughs> <laughs> and you do have something going on. No, but it does. It, it feeds that that ego, but not to a point that it's you know some people obviously are going to take it over the top. But right, it, it feeds that ego, which then in turn builds confidence and and helps you feel better about yourself. Right. And I mean I, that. I'm sorry. I didn't no, mean to go ahead. Off. I was going to say, how did you feel that very first? ever take over we went to now neither one of us at that time were in any kind of shape other than round um (laughs) and we're at this lifestyle event and within minutes your hot little redhead who we often talk about comes up slaps you on the ass talks about how cute your butt is and drags you off to have a shot right was that a a big really i thank you yeah (laughs) it was it that was and honestly that first takeover was a push for me. I had already started to get healthier, um, but it was a push for me to continue that journey. Right. So, yeah, it does. And it's it's a wonderful feeling. I, I will not lie about that. So I was going to say that there has to be a balance. There has to be a balance between feeling good about yourself and having that head up, shoulders back. Yeah. I'm good and being overconfident and arrogant. It's a fine line. It's a fine line where you walk into a room and you're like everybody in here wants to fuck me and I you have that look on your face and then you're like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> right, immediate turn off. Absolutely. 
So there is a fine line and a balance. Oh, abs- I agree. I agree 100% on that. Let's talk a little bit about the opposite. Especially for new people. Mm-hmm. Your confidence can be shaken at times. Mm-hmm. I would say it could even be destroyed if you allow it to be. Yes, people are going to compliment you. People are going to tell you how great you look. People are going to want to fuck you. Other people are not. Yeah. And they're going to, for the most part, they're going to be polite about it. And they're going to say a no thank you. But that, it shouldn't, but it's a blow to the ego. Mm -hmm. It's a blow to the confidence. Like, oh, what's wrong with me? Yeah. (laughs) And... I don't know how to explain it other than not everybody is everybody's cup of tea. There's always going to be somebody who likes you, and there's always going to be somebody who likes you as a person but doesn't want to take you to bed. And it could just be like a personality kind of thing. Could be, absolutely. Not even, you know, not that you guys can be great friends and have great conversations, but when rubber hits the road, there's no spark. Right. There's no connection. And that's okay. And it's funny that you mentioned that because we've we've talked about it before and I was listening to a show. I don't even remember the name of the show recently. I was telling you about it, but that four-way connection. It's tough. It's tough to find four people that are all hitting on the same cylinders. Mm-hmm. And I heard one show and they were talking about, don't even try for the four-way connection. Just somebody's always taking one for the team. No. I'm like, bullshit. (laughs) Don't tell people that. It is not true. You can find it. You have to work for it, but you will find it. And be selective. Yes. Don't just take one (laughs) for the team. Um, And and please don't be the people that are like, oh, well, my partner is super hot, so I have to put no effort in. Yeah, we've seen that a little bit. But in some of that, I don't know, that's tough because now you're talking about couple dynamics. You know, if that's worked for them for 20 years and that's how their marriage has worked, to each their own, I guess. Right. I mean, I, I you can't, I don't know. <laughs> you, you guys have seen them. You, you always see the mismatched couples out there. You see them in real life. You see them everywhere. Yeah. And that's, they're happy. If they're happy, who cares? Right. But I guess what I'm talking about is the lack of effort. Right. On, put on a nice shirt. Put on a nice dress. Yeah. Do, do something with your hair. Take a shower. <laughs> Take a shower, please. <laughs> Take a shower. Showers are huge. Take another shower. Hey, take a shower. Which is one of the things Deodorant. we, we Deodorant. talked about at camp. Because <laughs> we were going to do something on Friday night, and we didn't end up doing anything on Friday night. and then because we all sweated our asses sat- off. Saturday rolled around, and we're like, um, yeah, there's probably not going to be any happy fun time because we're all really gross right now. <laughs> we are, and I love you guys dearly, but I just literally pooped in the woods. <laughs> no. <laughs> So I guess to bring it back on track here, what I was uh, getting at is, uh, like I said, especially newbies, if you get rejected, you have to develop that 
thick skin and and roll let it roll off be a duck you have to move on to the next i mean that's it's hard to do it really is because you do take things personally and you shouldn't absolutely yeah i agree i think that's all i had on confidence do you think of anything else no i think um i think we really hit on it you're going to be shaken or you're going to you're and you're going to be boosted up. It's a roller coaster. And it happens. I mean, my it, mine's it, I just got shaken not too long ago. It, it's going to happen. It's going to continue to happen. You just have to figure out how to deal with it and move on. Well, and I mean, another it's not even people rejecting you. No, it's. Things may not go right in a play situation. Right. Alcohol is oftentimes involved. And what happens when you throw alcohol with sex for male and female? There's whiskey dick and there's whiskey clit. (laughs) Things don't happen. And you can't let that shake you. No. You brush it off and you say, hey, next time let's play before we have cocktails. Yeah. We'll go earlier. Yeah. While the sun's still up. While the sun's still up. But that can be another thing that may shake you up a little bit. So keep your heads up. Keep your shoulders back. Have confidence. Don't be a dick. Yeah. I think <laughs> that that's should just... be That's lifestyle rule number one. Don't, don't be, be a, a dick. dick. <laughs> Everything after that you can, you can deal with. Just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> and uh, enjoy yourselves because that's what this really is all about. And remember, at the end of the day... You're going home with the hottest woman in the room. Right here. She's sitting next to me. Or the sexiest bitch in the room. Why'd you, you just call me a bitch? I always call you a sexy You did bitch. try to rape me with a cucumber earlier today. I did. <laughs> like, this is not prison, Carmen. <laughs> we had uh, we had chicken salads for dinner. And I pulled the cucumber out of the refrigerator. And he just happened to be standing there. And his shorts were kind of loose. So I tried to shove a, a cucumber up his ass. It was over the shorts. You were fine. <laughs> you were not violated. violated. I was violated. You were not. Call HR. <laughs> Where's HR at? Oh, she's upstairs. <laughs> we don't work together. <laughs> this is technically work. Well, it's fine if we're married. No. Oh, it, really? I don't remember that in the vows. <laughs> Promise to love you forever and let you shove cucumbers up my ass. And <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember that. Well, it's... After the vows. <laughs> you always want to shove something up my ass. Why can't I shove oh. something up yours? <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> right? Ladies, uh, am I right? <laughs> uh, okay, I'll admit it. Um, coming up, we've got the uh, takeover, of course, in December at Grand Mikis. Mikis. Not a takeover. Mikis. Yes, it is. No, um, it's not. We'll be See, there December 3rd through the 10th. this is my disclaimer. Because we're going to get in trouble by... Temptation, Grammys, by calling it a takeover. And if I'm disputing it while you're saying it, then we're, we're covered. Good. No, your ass is covered. I'm going to jail. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, guys, we'll be there December 3rd through the 10th. We'd love for you to join us. I don't know how many couples we have now, but uh, it's quite a few. It's going to be a good time. We are looking forward to the new resort down there. Um, one of the couples who reached out to us initially that booked um, after hearing us on the show is going to be at the Halloween takeover. Oh! Oh, yay. Yeah, they messaged me yesterday, so I forgot to tell you that. So we're going to get to meet them before we go to December. Are we going to talk about what we're doing this weekend? 
Well, we're going to go up and uh, hang out at a little tiny festival. Little tiny. You can actually say what it is because it is um, worldwide. World known. It's called Cheese Days. <laughs> we're yes. going to go hang out up there. Uh, it's in Wisconsin, of course. Imagine that, cheese. Um, but we're going to eat some cheese, drink some beer, and hang out with uh, a couple of couples who we love and have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I was up there today because I had to pass through for work and the stages are going up and the tents are going up and it's exciting. You're going to tell who's going to be there at well, 2 o'clock? Uh, yeah. Gene Simmons is supposed to be showing up to this thing. You know, Gene, the guy with the tongue you want to ride? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Ah, he's got nothing on me. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty close to him. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. Can't it, wait. Yeah, we're going to have fun. And then after that, we're kind of in, uh, I mean, this is vanilla because it's families and stuff going to be there. But after the, but we're going with lifestyle friends. But after that, we're in like strict vanilla mode for, for two, two weeks. weeks in a row. We've two. got a granddaughter's birthday party and we've got a wedding we have to go to. Yeah. So... I don't know if we'll be doing shows those weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The granddaughter's birthday party will get over early and you'll be That's like, true. hey, you want to call someone? Yeah, we'll probably go out that night, I would imagine. I don't know. We'll figure something out. I don't know. We're going to be in a room full of toddlers. We might go. <laughs> I'm going home and passing out. <laughs> no, I'm going home and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Guys, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us. You can do so. It's MidwestThreesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three, S-O-M-E at gmail.com. You can find us on SLS under Lake S Couple, or we're on Facebook under Midwest Menage a Trois. We uh, love hearing feedback about the show, future ideas, whatever you guys want to talk about. We would absolutely love to hear it. And if you want to be a, a guest on the show, hell, hit us up. We'll interview you. We don't care. We can do it by phone. Yep, we got phones, we got internets, we got all kinds of stuff we can do. Yeah, I mean, look, we did it someone from... England, bloody, bloody old England. Yeah, <laughs> he was in England, so... We should call him and, and tell him we're sorry about the Queen. I know. Yeah. I don't know. That was know. on the news Because he's Irish. I don't know, are, are they as, as devout to the Queen as, as England is? I don't know. I don't know, depending on the generation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know be good to talk to him about it maybe, right maybe we'll give him a call we'll hold now a call <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's going to wrap up this edition of midwest menage a trois we want to thank you so much for listening we will be back next week with an all new show we will see you then bye-bye <laughs>